I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to another podcast where I'll be sharing words and teachings that will inspire you and bless your life. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, we exalt you, we adore you. For your word is life. The entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. Lord, our hearts and our minds are open to receive your engrafted word with faith and with meekness, and we know that our lives will never be the same again by reason of your word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, God is God is amazing. He is awesome. And he knows that on earth, his people, we his people, he knows that by ourselves, there are a lot of things that we cannot do. Hallelujah. So many things that we cannot do. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Without me, you cannot do anything. Hallelujah. John chapter 15 and verse 1. Hallelujah. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And the branch, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He said, without him, we cannot do anything. Hallelujah. Now, when he says without me, who is he referring to? Because Jesus is not on earth today. Hallelujah. He's not on earth today. 
in the presence of the disciples while they were watching, the Bible says he ascended and was taken received by the clouds. Hallelujah. And right where they were in the book of Acts chapter 1, if you read from verse 13 down, the Bible says two angels appeared and began to ask the men of Galilee, the disciples, say, why are you looking up? Say, this Jesus you have seen, the way he's taken up is the same way he will come down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, the next time Jesus is going to be on earth, he's going to descend in the same way he ascended. Hallelujah. And that's going to happen very soon. But as of now, it has not happened. Hallelujah. Jesus has not come. So he's not on earth today. So how can we abide in him? Remember what he said? He said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. He sent the Holy Spirit as his representative. The Holy Spirit came to represent him on earth. Jesus said he would take off mine and give to you the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. So God knows that on our own as children of God, we cannot make it. We can't. Hallelujah. We can't make it on our own. And that's why he gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to help us in our Christian walk. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is there to help us in our Christian walk. And basically, in the Christian walk, basically the things that we are supposed to do, they come in two basic categories. Many people don't know this, but it comes in two basic categories. Two categories. Hallelujah. The two basic things that the Holy Spirit helps us to do. Hallelujah. Now, if you read in the book of Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, verse 1. Oh, glory to God. Acts chapter 1, verse 1. It says, The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began but to do and to teach. Of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Hallelujah. And this record basically is talking about after the Holy Spirit came upon him. The things that he began both to do and to teach. In other words, when the Spirit of God comes upon you, he will lead you to do two basic things. Number one. He will lead you to do things by the power of the Holy Spirit. And number two, he will lead you to say things. So in deeds and in utterance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In deed and in utterance. Hallelujah. There are some people, for example, Peter. Peter was a very timid person. He was timid. On his own, Jesus told him one day, he said, you are going to deny me. Peter said, no way, God forbid, even if I have to die for you, I will die for you. 
And Jesus said, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. Peter swore, said, never, it will never happen. But of course, you know the story. He did, he denied Jesus. Why did he deny Jesus? Because as at that time, he had not received the Holy Spirit. On his own, he didn't have the ability to stand for Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He didn't have the ability. But after, a few days later, after Jesus had died and come back to life and ascended to heaven, and 40 days later, the Spirit of God descended and filled, they all got filled with the Holy Spirit. If you read in the book of Acts chapter 2, my God, my God, the Bible says Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he began to speak so boldly that over 3,000 people gave their hearts to Christ because of the speech of Peter. A once timid person, when the Spirit of God came upon him, he became so bold and he spoke with power. Hallelujah. He spoke with power. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to to show, let me start from the book of Luke, Luke chapter. Chapter 3. Okay, let me me take you to Luke chapter 4, actually. Luke chapter 4, I'm just going to pick some verses. Verse 1. Now, if you study from the book of Matthew, you, you, you will understand what happened exactly here. This was right after his baptism when John baptized him and the Bible says the Spirit of God descended on him. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 1. It says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. So the Spirit of God led him to go and fast, which he did. Hallelujah. Now go to verse 14 of Luke chapter 4. Oh, glory to God. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Look at verse 15. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. The power of the Holy Spirit drove him to teach. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Ghost drove him to teach. And I know how that happens from time to time. When the Spirit of God comes upon you in a mighty way and he takes over your tongue, Hallelujah. It takes over your tongue. Though you are speaking, but somebody else has taken a hold of your tongue and is speaking through you. At that time, every form of timidity is gone out of the window. You are so bold. And you speak the word with power. That's what happened here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 16, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. 
And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And it was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. You could tell. My God, I could imagine he was vibrating while he was doing this. Because he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted and preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fasting on him. And he began to say to them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Like he spoke with so much boldness and conviction. Because he did so by the power of the Holy Spirit. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words. Did you see that? They wondered at the gracious words. He wasn't just speaking. There was power coming out of his words. Which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? <laughs> oh, glory to God. They couldn't understand because they felt we know this guy. Hallelujah. Why is he speaking like this in such a bold manner? How come he's speaking so authoritatively? We know his family. We know his father. We know his mother, his brothers, his sisters. We know them. Where did he get this power from? Brothers and sisters, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Hallelujah. Hey, he's going to put some boldness in your voice. Glory to God. Every form of timidity goes. It's so easy to know those who are filled with the Holy Spirit and those who are not. It's so easy. Hallelujah. It's so easy. Even if you don't say it, there is something in your voice. There is something that will let people know. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And of course, you know, the rest of the story... They got angry, they threw him out and they wanted to kill him, but he escaped. Glory to God, he did. And he went on to do great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Now the Spirit of God, when he comes upon you, he will lead you. Number one, things that you will do. Number two, things that you will say. For example, when we talk about the miracles, the power of God in demonstration, that's the things that you do. But you know that many people today, in today's world, they are focused on one aspect. They are focused on one aspect of the work of the Holy Spirit. And that is in the aspect of speaking. They are focused on that side alone. If you hear many people talk about an anointed man of God, 
Mainly what they are talking about is how good a preacher he is. Hallelujah. Oh, such an anointed message. Praise God. But is that, the, is that all? Jesus didn't stop in speaking. He also did. Glory to God. He also did. Look at, look at what happened. Verse, verse 31. I want you to look in your Bible. Verse 31. Okay, they tried to kill him, right? And in verse 31, he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. So he relocated and went to Capernaum. And he went to the church to preach, to teach, just like he, he, he did in his home country. Look at verse 32. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Glory to God. The words of Jesus were with power. Have you seen some of those places where the preacher is preaching and everything sounds so boring and you, you feel sleepy and all that? Hallelujah. The Bible says the words of Jesus were with power. Hallelujah. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice. My God, my God, my God. His words were so powerful that demons were startled. Do you understand? Demons were startled. The, 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 the demon possessed man began to manifest while he spoke. Why? Because his words carried power. The power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He cried out with a loud voice saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Hallelujah. Began to manifest. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power, he commanded the unclean spirits and they come out. Did you see that? He wasn't just somebody who spoke with power. He demonstrated the power. There are some preachers who are, they, they, they are very good with speaking. But that's all. Hallelujah. You hear, I hear a lot of this mental health Mental health, mental health, mental health. Oh, let's pray for people that have mental health problems. Man, cast out some demons. Stop trying to psychology, uh, use psychology on this one. Hallelujah. A lot of what you call mental health is these are demons. Hallelujah. 
And so now in church, instead of you to cast out demons, you have counselors to counsel people with mental health problems. Let the psychologists and the doctors do that. Not you, pastor. Hallelujah. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. It's one of the things that we do by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus did it and we ought to do it. Hallelujah. We ought to. The Bible says the people were amazed with the authority that he displayed, the power that he displayed to the extent that the demons responded and were cast out. Amazing. Glory to God. And even you as a child of God, you are supposed to do it too. Not only to speak. There are some people, years ago, there was a, a, young, a young guy, some years ago. This happened probably year 2000. Year 2000. Yeah. So there was this guy who, you know, he had just given his heart to Jesus Christ. And he said, but he has a problem. He doesn't know how to preach. He feels very timid and shy when he wants to preach. And we said to him, we know what you need. You need to receive the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the real Holy Spirit, not the one that some people are calling Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, he comes with boldness. Hallelujah. And so we took him somewhere and we laid hands on him for him to receive the Holy Spirit. And he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And guess what? That guy who was shy and timid, not only did he begin to preach, he became a pastor. Preaching with fire and power. Hallelujah. Preaching with fire and power. He became a pastor. Glory to God. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life, there is a difference. Hallelujah. There is a difference. Praise God. He comes with boldness. He comes with power. So you'll be able to speak the word with boldness. Not only will you speak the word with boldness, will you speak the word with boldness, but you will do mighty things in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's important for us to recognize that it's not by our strength. It's not by our strength. We should quit trying to do it by ourselves. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Hallelujah. Whatever it is you want to do, acknowledge him. Glory to God. Many Christians have received the Holy Spirit, but they are not acknowledging his presence in their lives. Hallelujah. So even though he's there, he's like Jesus that was in the boat with the disciples, but he was sleeping. And the Bible says the boat was sinking at the point. The Bible says the water had gotten to the boat. The boat was full, but Jesus was sleeping. And if they didn't wake Jesus up, I'm wondering what could have happened. Of course, Jesus wouldn't have died but I believe it's a lesson he wanted them to learn. 
Hallelujah. So sometimes the Holy Spirit can be in you, but because you don't acknowledge his presence in your life, because you don't acknowledge his presence, he's there, but he's just dormant. Hallelujah. That's why he said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Involve him in everything that you are doing. Acknowledge your weakness without him. Acknowledge your emptiness without him. Hallelujah. And let him take over and do what you cannot do. Hallelujah. And you know, receiving the Holy Spirit is one of the easiest things to receive in this world. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says the word is naive in your heart and in your mouth. All you need to do is to open your mouth and say, Holy Spirit, I receive you into my spirit. Hallelujah. That's all you need to say. And believe it because we receive the Holy Spirit by faith. Believe it. Hallelujah. Sometimes some people speak in tongues immediately after receiving the Holy Spirit. Some people don't receive that. Some people don't speak in tongues immediately after. But that also means you didn't receive the Holy Spirit. Because he is the one that gives you the ability to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. So you receive the Holy Spirit first. And he will give you that ability to speak in tongues. Glory to God. With which you will change your life forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Don't forget what he said in John 15. He says, without me, you cannot do anything. Hallelujah. So the first step in doing great things is to acknowledge your emptiness and your weakness without him. Hallelujah. You acknowledge your emptiness, your weakness without him. And then the next thing you do is to give him full control. Hallelujah. Step out of the driver's seat and let him drive. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God is driving your car, you can be sure there's not going to be any accident. You can be sure it's going to be a smooth ride. You might as well go sleeping because you can be sure that you will get to your destination. When the Spirit of God is on the driver's seat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, Give him preeminence, Lord. I give you full control. Lead me by your spirit. When you say that, I'm telling you, the Bible says, Thine ear shall hear a word from behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it. You will receive direction and guidance by the Holy Spirit. In everything that you do, He will give you direction. Hallelujah. He will give you direction, and you will not walk in error. Oh, glory to God. You will not walk in error. Because he will lead you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says he is the earnest. He is the guarantee of the Father. Hallelujah. God gave us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee. Of the end of our salvation, the saving of our souls. That's what the Holy Spirit is here for. Hallelujah. Now, of course, you know that in this world, there are two kinds of spirit. Basically, two kinds. There is a third, but basically two kinds. The spirit of God and the spirit of the devil. 
Now, angels fall under the Spirit of God. They are separate spirit beings, but they are good spirits. They are led by the Holy Spirit. And then there are satanic, demonic spirits, and all of them, they fall under Satan's spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So basically, there are two kinds of spirits. Spirits of good and spirits of evil. Hallelujah. These spirit beings are there. Now, man's duty is to yield himself. The devil, if Satan sends a demon into somebody, and that demon is in that person, no matter what the demon is doing in that person's life, ultimately, the purpose of that demon is to take that person to hell. That's the ultimate purpose of a demon being in a person. Hallelujah. The ultimate mission of these demons is to ensure that their, their victims go to hell. In the same way, the ultimate purpose of God sending his angels to his children or putting the Holy Spirit in his children is to guide them to heaven. Hallelujah. That's why he's, that's why the Holy Spirit is there ultimately. Of course, there are certain things that we do. He will help us to do to accomplish while we're on earth. But ultimately, is to guide us so we make it to heaven. That's why he gave us his spirit. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible says, it talks about the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. If we will be refreshed, in our spirit, we must have constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's what refreshes your spirit. So from time to time you are talking to him. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge your presence. I just thank you for being with me. I thank you because as I'm going out, you are going out with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As you keep having that constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit, there is no way you can go to hell. It's impossible. Even if you find yourself in trouble, you made a mistake or something, He will lead you out. He will show you the way out of every situation. He will show you out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm sure you've heard that word, you know, where Isaiah was describing God. The Son of God, and he said, His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. The first part says, Wonderful Counselor, Glory to God. In other words, extraordinary strategist. Hallelujah. He's a chief strategist. Hallelujah. You know, um, uh, the Greeks, their army commanders and generals were called strategists. Hallelujah. Because when there was a war, for example, or there was a battle, there were these strategists, they studied the battle. That's what the generals do. They studied the battle and they come up with a strategy on how to overcome the adversary. Hallelujah. So they were called strategists. That's why the generals don't just go in the forefront and fighting just like every soldier. No. 
They sit back and study the war and come up with a strategy on how to defeat the enemy. That's what Napoleon Bonaparte was. He was a chief strategist. And they knew how to, you know, he knew how to strategize for warfare. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But of course, men fail, but the Holy Spirit never fails. He's the extraordinary strategist. He knows the way out of every situation and he can bring you out. He can every situation. He knows how to bring you out and give you, put you in a position where you will always be happy. You will have fulfillment. He knows the way out. But unfortunately, many Christians have not taken advantage of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And this is one thing that we need to begin to do. Hallelujah. There's one song that says, Come Holy Spirit, I need you. Hallelujah. Now, are we supposed to ask him to come? He has already come. He's already in your life if you invited him in. So, let him know that he is important. He's not just there to be there. Let him know that without him, you cannot do anything. And I tell you the truth, as you begin to do that, he will begin to gain ascendancy in your spirit. He will begin to gain that ascendancy and he will, he will do things. Hallelujah. Now, I have a lot of people I work with. And one of the, the my skills of leadership, which has helped me a lot, I've learned to allow people to be themselves, even while I watch, but allow them to be innovative, give them the free will to do certain things. Hallelujah. So that way, it brings out the best in them. Hallelujah. Now, the Holy Spirit is the boss. He's not, we are not his leader. He's he is the boss. But guess what? He said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. He's not going to force himself on you. He's going to take the position that you give to him in your life. The position you give to him, that's the position he's going to take. Hallelujah. So if you give him the number one position in your life and say, Lord, I give you this position. I give you this place. He'll take over. And you make something beautiful out of your life. Hallelujah. Many of us have struggled and struggled on our own. But it's only this far you can go by your own personal struggles. But if you learn to yield yourself completely to the Holy Spirit. And say, Lord, take over. I yield myself completely to you. Take over. Do what no man can do. Glorify the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, he will. He will. He will. He will beautify your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you study the Bible, the Holy Spirit made Jesus famous. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God will lead him to perform a miracle which he will do. And after that, because of that miracle, the Bible says his fame spread abroad. Who was the news carrier? The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Do you know the Holy Ghost can announce your business? Oh yes, he can. There are ways in which he does it. 
In today's social media world, we see it happen all the time. Somebody just does a video not knowing what to expect. And before you know it, the video goes viral. And the person is turned to a celebrity overnight. Hallelujah. Social media actually is there showing us the reality of this. But these things have always existed. God is able to transform somebody's life overnight. You did something. You were not expecting much to come out of it. But wow, before you know it, it becomes so big. And you are surprised. The Holy Spirit is able to do that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. He's able to. Do you know what I just heard in my spirit? The Holy Spirit is able to turn your cane into gain. Hallelujah. He's able to turn your cane into gain. Hallelujah. Moses had a cane. He had a rod. Hallelujah. It was a cane. But when God... Of course, the Holy Spirit was the one that met him in the wilderness. When he had that encounter with God, that rod was turned from a cane to a gain because he used it to perform miracles. It became a miracle rod. When you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, he's able to turn that simple thing of your life into a great blessing, into a life-transforming tool. He's able to. Hallelujah. If you learn to present it to the Lord. I'm reminded of the story of the widow who went to meet Elisha. And she said to him, say, Lord, my master, uh, my husband was indebted. And then he, he's dead. And now the creditors have come. And because he's dead, they want to take our two sons because of the money he's owed. Please help. Hallelujah. And so the prophet asked, I said, what do you have in your house? He said, that handmaid had nothing, save a pot of oil. Then he said, okay, go, go borrow vessels and pour out. Hallelujah. Now she went to do those things by the word of the anointed prophet. Hallelujah. In other words, it was a direction by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so when she began to pour from that pot of oil, small pot of oil, the Bible says the oil in the jar will not dry up. And it began to fill every vessel present. And she filled all the vessels present. There was so much oil everywhere. Hallelujah. How was that possible? When the Lord comes upon that thing that you have, he turns it around. The first thing is when he comes upon your life, he transforms your life. He changes your life. Just like he did with Peter, who was timid and shy. But when the Spirit of God came upon him, he became a powerful soul winner with a strong voice. Hallelujah. So the first thing is he transforms you. Hallelujah. And then the next is that he transforms yours. What belongs to you? Glory to God. He will transform your family. He will transform your business. 
He will transform your marriage, your academics. He will transform everything about you when he comes. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. When he comes, he will make something beautiful out of your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I said earlier, how do you start the first step? Is to acknowledge your emptiness without him. Your helplessness without him. Let him know that you know. That without him you cannot do anything. And then next you do is to give him full control. Say Lord I give you full control of my life. Do what you want to do. Hallelujah. I give you the driver's seat of my life. I'll only go where you want me to go. I'll only say what you want me to say. I'll only do what you want me to do. Hallelujah. And when you do that, I'm telling you the truth. The power of the the Holy Spirit will come mightily upon you. And you are going to do great things. And people will be amazed. People will be surprised. They'll be Their minds will be blown away at the power that they see in your life. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Right now I want us to pray. As we pray, you're going to welcome him into your life. If he had not come, if he has not come in already, you're going to say, Holy Spirit, I open up my heart. This is your dwelling place. Come on in. Hallelujah. Talk to him. Say, Holy Spirit. My heart is open to receive you. Come and do what you have to do. I acknowledge my emptiness without you. I acknowledge my helplessness without you. Glorify the name of Jesus in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, do you know that just by saying it, it is done. Whether you feel like it or not makes no difference. Just by saying it, it is done. And gradually you begin to see the manifestation of it. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for your people. Thank you first of all for sending your Holy Spirit to help us. For your word says the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. You have sent your Holy Spirit to help our weaknesses. For this we are grateful. Father, we give you full control over our lives. Let your Holy Spirit take full control over our lives. In the name of Jesus. In our going out and in our coming in. In the name of Jesus. Our ears will be open to hear the voice of the Spirit. To hear the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. Your children will walk in power. They'll walk in boldness. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm sure you've learned a few things today. Hallelujah. The importance of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. How that without Him you cannot do anything. Not only have you heard it, I know and I believe strongly that you are a doer of the word. You're not just a hearer, but also a doer of the word. For the Bible says, it's the one who is a doer 
of the word that will be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. I'm going to come to you again. Until see again. Keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.